This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Welcome back to the program where all these great conversations parade your way daily. We're here from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on AMI-tv. AMI-audio, we debut on there at 4 p.m. Eastern, repeat of the program, 10 p.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv and audio. And, of course, you can subscribe to the Kelly and Rumya podcast today. Pinch hitting for Rumya is Mr. Brock Richardson joining me. He's at his studio at home in Kitchener, Ontario. Kelly McDonald here at the Home Studio London, Ontario. And it's time, as we like to do, Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, generally on the program. We welcome in one of our community reporters each day to have a conversation with us. Let us know, Brock and I, today, what's going on in the area. So let's welcome in from St. John's, Newfoundland out there, Kim Thistle. Kim, welcome back. How are you today? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys doing? Uh, excellent. Excellent show Great conversations, and, oh, yeah. you know, i got a great co-host hanging in here again, as usual. Yes, I heard the last little bit of the last conversation. Really, really oh, good. beautiful. Dave was just wonderful. We urge people to go back and, and check that out. I'm sure it'll show up on our Cut for Time segment on Friday. <clears throat> I'm sure of it. Uh, Kim, <laughs> let's get into the first topic. This is really interesting. Women-owned businesses. What's going on here? Well, I really I like this because I researched a bit more is about the farmers market here in St. John's Newfoundland. We have yeah. it every Wednesday and Sat Sunday. But I like the concept. They said women-owned businesses because it's on March 10th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the St. John's Farmers Market. That's an accessibility building. I should say it's all level, flat, and converted from the metro bus, like our busing system. But my oh, what nice. I liked about this is on March the 8th is International's Women International Women's Day. So we need to, in recognition of all that women do in social, economically, politically, and culturally, they're doing the farmer's market and it's women-owned businesses and it's vintage, food, crafts, and what else they said, fun and, um, and art. And I love what they said, the, bend, the vendors identify as women, gender diverse, and gender non-conforming folks. So come on down, pick up some, some fresh produce, Perhaps get some gifts for birthday gifts or Christmas gifts if you're early planning. <laughs> I'm not that early planning, but I, you know, I've, I've been known to pick up a few it's things smart, early. Though. You know, yeah, you it's a smart way there. to do it, right? Yes, yeah, but it's just supporting women business, and especially like I said, the, the March the eighth is International Women's Day, so tying it together. So I thought that was a great venue to suggest mm -hmm. for you know anyone living in the St. John's outside of St. John's area, the metro area. Well, of course, we like the accessibility, too, of this location. Yes. But I have to ask him, when we talk about, and, and every location is going to be different, but we know this yes. is a a key topic, a hot-button topic, some will say, yes. is making sure, we, whether we're talking Aboriginals people, people with disabilities running a business, women are right in there in that how do they get out there? How do they gain that trust? How do they gain the recognition that they're here? You know, it's one thing to walk into a business place and, and do you think about yeah. who runs it? But when you hear 
someone is doing something, that this is for the efforts of and recognizing, you know, getting people out there the, the, this particular day. It's much more about maintaining that every day. The next day, do you support these businesses? Is this much of a talk there in St. John's um, when it comes I'm to these businesses? Sure is there a lot of them? Talk. I know a lot of talk has been around, like what I'm seeing on Facebook and different things. And like I have some friends who have their own business, like artwork. And if they talk about, you know, supporting local artists and supporting local businesses, whether it's male or female. And that's a, you know, we have the big chain, res the big chain restaurants, you know, what I'm talking about, like big chain stores and things like that. So I like to support local when I can. And, you know, we got Amazon you can order from, but, you know, if we can get it locally, and I apologize, I have my dog booting me here. Go lie down, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to talk about women and diversity as well. <laughs> yeah, he's got an opinion, right? Oh, my goodness. He does. Well, and I think, too, like, when you look at, you know, the businesses you're supporting and things like that, I know for me, I like, you know, looking directly into the person and saying, I know where my money is going. All too often, we don't know where our money is going, Kim. So this is great. Your second item, uh, Kim, is the Rogue Malone's Live. Tell us more about this, if you would. Well, this is another thing that I was, it was so hard to select for this month for March coming up because there's so many different activities. Like I want to go and I'm going to a lot of the, the Rogue Malone's is a tribute concert of the Pogues and on and of the, one of the members that passed away, Sean, let me make sure I have the correct name, Sean, the late Shane McGowan. So it's a, it's a new club downtown. I haven't been there. So unfortunately I'm unable to tell you about accessibility. I will be going the, this weekend. Um, but the town, it's a new club that's supposed to be like a, um, a, a stage up, like a lounge type of environment, and they have a mixologist there and special cocktails, and they do live music and DJs every night. So I think this should be a fun live at the Ochre and the Vogue Malone. Tickets are $30 before March 1st and $40 at the door, but a tribute to the music of the Pogue. So I think it should be a fun evening out. There's nothing better, Kim, than, uh, in my opinion, tribute bands i i mean obviously the band first the one that you're, you're tributing is what you w would lean towards first but any kind of tribute is is something that you you really enjoy and i and i find that most of the time tributes are done relatively accurately like when you go to a tribute band you think okay does this remind me enough of the band or right. is it something totally separate? And I know for me, I'm satisfied when I can say, yep, that reminded me exactly who they're tributing because that's what I want in the end. Awesome. Yeah, so I'll, I, I hope so. <laughs> I imagine yeah. it will be. We usually have great performers. I, you know, I'm not biased about Newfoundland, Labrador talent, am I? <laughs> Not one bit, right? <laughs> Not one bit. <laughs> I always say that to the people out in uh, BC, right? Because they never stop. Uh, being so proud or knowing, hey, this is where most people want to come live. And you guys get a bit of that. Like, people want to come out there. Want they, It's it's a, um, not a mystery. What's the word? It, it's almost like a, what's the word they used to use in the books? It, it, romanticism. Is that right? Is that the okay. word I'm looking for, yes. Kim? That people yes. have about being you out there. That. Yes. And and I hope you weren't disappointed when you did come to Newfoundland and St. John. Oh, beautiful that you weren't place. Disappointed it was what just your beautiful. perception, your expectations met what? Oh. I was able to provide when you came and visit. Oh. 
You know, it was wonderful. And, and again, when I watch things even like Republic of Doyle and you can see the pride of, of what people have there and showing it off. And, yeah. you know, it's so nice. Okay, your third topic. I find this one, as you know, a great one. Atlantic Jazz Nights, folks. Let's go. And what I love about this is it's offered through the Art and Culture Centre and the, the website you know, acc.ca, but it's across Newfoundland and, well, not Labrador, unfortunately, but they have their dates. So I'll just look at the dates here. We have, um, we have Gander, Grand Falls, Cornerbrook and Stephenville, as well as St. John's. So March 24th to the 28th and tickets are $30 and that includes a service charge. And I think it's a fun evening. If you enjoy jazz music, I think you're going to enjoy your evening out and the opportunity to visit the different across Newfoundland. I can talk about St. John's Art and Culture Centre, as I've mentioned before, and I'd like to remind everybody that they have the outside ramp for accessibility if anyone has mobility issues or uses the walker or wheelchair. Come on in and it brings you right into the main level of the art and culture center and they have set seat asides they usually have four seats set aside for persons with disability and then sometimes if you know if you're able to sit in other seats but you're attended is remember it's the part of being you know, the buy one and your attendant is free so okay. i encourage everyone to get out and support our local arts community any idea how diverse the music will be in this no, I'm not sure about that. I like I I know they said, you know, different performers and unfortunately I'm not a big knowledge base about jazz music here in Newfoundland. I like the way you worded that. Of getting out, you know, balancing with our like, Irish Newfoundland music because you yeah. know March coming up, oh, yeah. we are getting yeah. ready to, you know, Patty's Day and the yeah. dancing and I'll be out dancing like a leprechaun, you know. <laughs> I almost thought you were going to say, you know, I'm not a big fan. of. I like the way you said that instead of saying that, because, I mean, you know, like any music, and I think sometimes we forget types of music, there's so many different types to subcategories um, in, exactly. in that type of music. So what I one thing I do wonder, Kim, as you mentioned about accessibility, two of your pieces here, you could speak to the accessibility of the locations where they're being held at. I know that must be sometimes tough because we're talking an, an older part of Canada that, yes. that doesn't necessarily get that money, that grant money, that support for making things as accessible as a lot of places would like to be, the renovations it would take. You know, obviously it's in the plan for new stuff. But do you find that hard when you're sussing stuff out for the for the report? Sometimes I do. And and, and I, I try, like I said, it is always in the forefront of my mind how how will this be accessible? And and I often, as you know, I'll say, you know, you definitely will need an attendant for this event. And I don't know if we'll get a chance to talk to another upcoming event that's coming up, but that that's at the Bella Vista, very popular venue for using for event. That I find I struggle with accessibility in there. I shouldn't say I, I yeah. struggle. On my own, I would struggle if that would make sense. Right. Like it's a beautiful facility, great venue for performances, but there's several stairs to go. Like you go in on the level, and then you're up on a, another area, and then you go up another area, and to go down to the bathroom, you're coming down the stairs. So for me, I'll always need an attendant when I go to that event yeah. in the Arch Center. Right. So, but yeah. I know that, like, I'll, I know that with my attendant, we'll work together in in the accessibility, and we know what's coming up. And then sometimes we don't. Like I said, next week going to this um, club downtown, sixteen George Street. I have no idea. So no. my no. attendant, you know, but, is very but comfortable. you know, like. You can't leave it off, right, Brock? You got to. Right. She's got to include these things because somebody can get access. Yeah, right. you you exactly. can't you you can't just automatically go to the well. 
people can't so i won't because if they if they want to they're gonna find a way to make it happen whether it's bringing somebody with them or finding another way around doing it people are entitled to know when these events are no matter what your circumstances exactly and i I do try to to source it out that i know that most of us can attend and 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 make it as accessible friendly my knowledge to let you know yeah there's a nice balance Kim, thanks a lot. You're welcome. Take care. Talk to you next month. Happy thanks, Patty. Mm. Oh, Patty's Day. <laughs> yeah, you, you dress green. up and dance around, all right? And you dan- dance oh, around and just, you know, down there on George Street. Uh, Kim Thistle, our community reporter from St. John's, Newfoundland. We do all this discussion on with our community reporters Monday through Wednesdays, generally, on the program when we get that time to visit and, and talk to them and see what's going on. So she brought us today's uh, Tuesday report. It's like we're in the week of Kim with Kim yesterday as well on the show. Coming up in just a couple of moments, folks, woodworker Jeff Thompson joins us. He's going to be telling us how to build and finish a project with live edge lumber. We get into that with him, and we'll show you a little something neat. Something neat here at my studio after this. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.